Welcome to the 19th episode of the Uneasy Podcast. My name is Isis. This podcast is about many of the uneasy conversations we go over and over in our minds. In this 19th episode, we will continue our conversation with my friend Kawhi about capturing the soul, developing yourself, and then sharing your essence with others. I want to give a huge thank you to Kawhi for her time, humor, thoughtfulness, and beautiful essence. Kawhi was so kind to share her approach to her creative process, as well as the authentic and intimate connections she encourages from others. I will continue to correlate such uneasy ideas of the creative process to the book I recently wrote titled Upala. The title is spelled U-P-A-L-A and it's available for purchase on CreateSpace if you want a printed copy or on Amazon if you want to read the book electronically. I want to mention I've included my email on the first page of the book and I encourage you to reach out and share your uneasy thoughts, reactions, suggestions, and stories. How did I, how did I get my wisdom? Well, I went to Google. Google gave me wisdom. Um, how did I, who gave me the tools? Who gave me the wisdom? I can honestly say that it comes from everywhere. It really does. And it's literally, it takes a village to tap into to really be able to develop yourself and have the confidence to move forward with your visions and your passions. Everybody has their own challenges and difficulties and mountains to climb around and over to get to that. And it's just, it really comes down to your ambition and to your heart and to your desires and to how much you want to hold yourself accountable for achieving the life or achieving the goals that you really, really want to see in your life. Fortunately, I've had an incredibly supportive family, you know, that has never said, don't do that, or you can't do that, or what the hell are you doing? There've been a lot of moments where I'm sure nobody understood what I was doing, you know, as far as going out on my own and starting my own business or doing photography and saying, this is what I want to do for a living or working in music and entertainment and why I would want to do that. There was nobody saying, don't do it. There was just, okay, this is what Kawhi's doing this year or this month or this week. But I, I know that they always recognized that I had a plan or that I had a vision and it was always followed by action. So there wasn't, I wasn't just talking about it, say, this is what I'm doing today and go do it. And I don't know if they even had time to grab me and ask me to say, like, what is this? What's going on? It's just like, I was out. <laughs> How do you hold yourself accountable of achieving your goals? Do you give up easily or give into temptations that take you away from your goals? Um, but having a strong family to, you know, if I needed money here and there, or if I needed to be, you know, driven somewhere as a kid or something like that, or if I needed a little bit of startup cash to do, you know, and I'm not talking about trust fund startup cash. I'm talking about like $200, you know, to go get a pawn shop camera or something like that. It comes from everywhere, you know, and conversing and talking to people about life, about dreams, about how to do something. I'm huge on self-education, getting, buying books, going to workshops, going to classes, going to conferences, talking to people, and just, you know, watching videos and tutorials and stuff like that on how to do something and how to get to point A, B, C, D, and all the way through. So I stay in study mode, and if there are any resources out there that I feel like I need to reach out to, to, you know, 
sort of help speed my way through processes or if, there, if I need to buckle down and learn something or if there's a new camera or a lens or something that I need, make it happen. How have you received support? How important is it to you to feel like you're being supported by others? How have you supported and encouraged yourself to further develop? But I definitely give credit to everybody in my life and on my journey that has helped guide me or that has pulled me in a direction that I may have been resistant to, but I did it anyways, and voila, people telling you like, oh, you need to, you need to be doing photography full time. No, I can't make money doing that. I want to be a music executive. I want to work in entertainment, live in all the perks of that. But when you really start to hear and listen and feel what the universe vibrates back to you as far as what your passion what you what you respond to and what you're passionate about and sort of where it's you know where it's pushing you if you listen and move with it it'll unfold for you in the most beautiful way i've learned to stop resisting it i've learned that everything that it that it vibrates back everything that it says back every place that it pulls or pushes you is always right never wrong and so you know being able to trust that inner voice and that sort of that intelligence I don't know where it comes from it's just it's God it's spirit it's the creator it's whatever you want to call it it's not there by accident and so many people try to just you know overhaul their lives like I'm just going to be here because I can't do this and I can't do that but the universe is telling you you need to be over there and has placed resources and things and order and divine order for you to have it. If you move with it, it can all be yours. And I've experienced it a lot and continue to experience it. I want more of an amazing thing, so I'm gonna to continue to listen and move with what the divine is telling me to do. That's that. As I mentioned in a previous episode, when I set my mind to something, I can see the end result so clearly. So no matter what I do or how many ways I've found to distract myself, the goal always remains very clear, almost to the point where I can't get rid of it until I fulfill it. Regarding the uneasy podcast, I wanted to share with an audience so many topics I go over and over in my mind. Relationships, dating, sex, intimacy, commitment, satisfaction, race, having a foundation, self-acceptance, offering support, critical thinking, thinking analytically, and all of the things I hope to have successfully incorporated in my protagonist, Upala. And now I want to further develop and come to life in a discussion. I created discussion topics based on themes in the book and then made a list of people I felt could offer thoughtful commentary. I set out a pretty aggressive plan to record, edit, and share 20 episodes in three weeks, and I'm currently rounding out the last two. It was never in me to stop, and I don't think I could have peacefully slept at night and gone about my days ignoring my true desire to see the potential of the book Upala and the Uneasy Podcast through. So the reason I asked Kawhi if she'd be interested in participating in the Uneasy podcast was because I was so captivated by her portraits of black women. Her pictures spoke to me in a very unique and different way as the images she chose to display were anything but ordinary. There were a couple of portraits that really got me thinking the different ways a black woman's essence could be presented. Besides just being a black woman, you're shooting a soul, you're shooting a human being. Um, and that's what I'm capturing when I'm interacting, when I'm capturing them through my lens is the person, the soul of the person, and that's my goal. Black, white, Asian, doesn't matter who it is, celebrity or non-celebrity, portraiture for me is, it's access to somebody's 
soul, basically. And I want to pull their essence out. I want to showcase that. And a lot of that has to do with being able to relate to the person and having those conversations before you set up your lights, before you throw them in front of a backdrop. Being able to converse with them, to connect with them spiritually, whether that's, you know, having some laughing moments or, you know, talking to them about traveling or talking to them about their day or whatever that is. And of course, me being a black woman as well, you know, I can relate easily to another black woman. When I'm shooting a person of color or a black woman or African-American woman, whatever you want to describe that as, um, I don't really like labels, but, you know, a force to use them. But when you see somebody like you and that can relate to you and maybe your struggle or your triumph, it's easy to connect and, and pull from them their essence. And so, you know, shooting women of color is amazing. I am a huge fan of melanin, right? Um, I love shooting black skin, brown skin, all skins, but you know, there's, there's a certain richness and a certain texture to brown and black people that continue to excite me. So yeah, the black woman to me is at the top of the food chain. They represent the supreme being and the hierarchy of life for me, being able to photograph black women. And I see reflections of myself in each person. So I always have that, that really sort of intense connection with somebody that I'm always looking to maintain through the shoot, to get to encourage them to be themselves, to encourage them to celebrate who they are, celebrate their beauty, and really just open up. Open up to their flaws, to their perfections, to their, whoever they are, their oddities, you know, and celebrating that. Um, and dealing with a lot of women that come into studio or they're doing hair, makeup, and glam, you know, you're dealing with a lot of insecurity sometimes and body image and things like that. So sort of massaging them through the experience and getting them to focus on the positive things or what they think are imperfections, celebrating those and helping reposition their minds to embrace them instead of being ashamed of them or wanting to hide them. There's always something there. You know, everybody has a soul, everybody has an essence, a spirit, whether they you're either allowing it to breathe through you and to live through you or you're resisting it, but it always wants to come out. And so that's where my magic comes in as a photographer and as a person, as a human being, as a brother or sister to anybody that I'm shooting, is being able to dissolve that wall of resistance so that person can really exalt themselves in the experience and I can help get them to that, to that space. There are people that are a lot easier to get there. There's some people that are a bit more difficult and you know pose more of a challenge, which I don't mind, you know, which is always cool and fun because by the end of the shoot, they've conquered something. They've, they've sort of become victorious and just doing something simple as just opening up or getting comfortable with their smile again or wearing something that they thought wouldn't look right on them. And there are people that, you know, that stay resistant, but I don't allow that to, to throw a wrench into my flow of how I work. Usually in the studio, it's, I have a way of communicating and directing people and connecting with people where they, their resistance doesn't work in my space. So they'll find that they either have to open up and go with the flow or open up and go with the flow. <laughs> Labels, I mean, labels are necessary for systems and institutions and, you know, I, they sort of have like a natural kind of way of coming to, to, as human beings, we tend to want to organize, label things, execute plans and systems and all that kind of stuff. But when you're speaking of, when you're speaking on a, a level, on a metaphysical level or like a spiritual level or a level of like when you're really connecting with somebody 
it's it's really for me it's a oneness that tends to get the backseat a lot of times and the oneness is that's where the power is and that's when you really get a true reflection of the power of the individual is being able to identify with everybody and know that we're all alike but different there's a certain duality that we have you know a sense of togetherness and separateness and we have a responsibility on each end to constantly kind of balance the the mission of the together and the mission of the separate when you start to label things or i start to label myself and things like that people start to sort of segment themselves out of what we all deserve which is happiness and love and being able to sustain and maintain ourselves so you know you have um, a lot of people of color who feel like you know they're minorities and there aren't that many opportunities out there. So before they even go after their dream or before they even write down what can happen, they're saying, okay, I'm black, I'm a woman, and they work from a disadvantage, right? When you really shouldn't. So you've already labeled yourself to a disadvantage. So using labels in that sense to where you positioned yourself as inferior is a problem and it's it should you shouldn't do it. And I think we're conditioned to do that and it's something that we that I have to work hard at breaking if you're going to walk into some event you know and you know it's going to be like predominantly white or predominantly latino or whatever you kind of have to breathe in and out and say okay I'm going into this type of event how am I going to act how am I going to relate all this other kind of stuff right but if you go in and you're hey I'm a person there are people there there's good energy there there's great music there's great food there's stuff to talk about. There's experience, which has no color, has no gender. So moving in space and life, we're all one and that we're all equal is better than constantly labeling like, how is it to shoot a black person? Or how is it to shoot a white person? Physically, of course, my lighting's gonna change, <laughs> but the way I treat you is not gonna be different. The same way that I would speak to you, you know, the next person that comes in that may be a 60-year-old white male, I'll have the same energy and excitement about getting to know that person. So that's what I mean by labels. It's kind of like an unnecessary process for the most important things, which is like loving one another. How do you celebrate who you are? If someone were to ask a friend or family member to describe you, what do you hope they would say about you? What elements of you do you hope others have been able to appreciate? Next episode, Kawhi and I will continue our discussion about loving unconditionally, so please check it out. Also, please rate this episode, leave a comment, subscribe to the Easy Podcast. I would love to hear from you. For more details about this episode, please visit Quasi Sound's website. I've included my speaking notes, as well as the music I wove throughout the show. And while you're there, please buy my book. I sincerely appreciate your support, and it will help continue creating more content. Thank you for listening to the Uneasy Podcast.